Hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I just want you to know, I am loving the questions that I'm getting in my inbox. You keep them coming. And if you are one who has been listening to this podcast for a while, but has not reached out to me personally, I encourage you to do so. Please send me a message through Facebook, through Instagram, to my email, teacherletyourlightshine at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. You're never a bother. You're always encouraging. And when I hear from teachers, it helps me to create these podcast episodes to continue helping you. With that being said, over the past several weeks, many teachers have reached out to me and said, I love what you're doing. It seems so amazing, but I'm scared. I don't want to stay where I am. I, I can't see myself teaching in these circumstances for another, you know, one year, five years, much less 10 years, but I'm afraid I am just in my comfort zone, but I'm also not enjoying it. I'm just stuck. And then, you know, the times where you will ask a teacher friend, how's it going? Or maybe a teacher friend from another school and you'll say, Hey, how's it going? How's school going? And they'll kind of look at you and, you know, shrug their shoulders, maybe even roll their eyes. They'll go, it, it's fine, or, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. You won't even believe what's happening now. Or maybe it's, I am so over it, or I'm burnt out. I don't want to do this anymore. Or if you were like me, I was just so upset that my love for teaching had been washed away. I was like, I am just, why is it gone why? What is stealing this from me? I cannot stand it. I wanted to be a teacher my whole life. And now here I am thinking that I was going to do all of these incredible things in a school. And now I don't even want to be here. And then I would look around and think, but I'm so blessed, but I've got a job and, and I actually get to be around children. And if I love teaching, like, why is this desire gone from me? And the truth is I was stuck in my comfort zone. And that is exactly what I hear teachers telling me. Or they're saying, I want to change, but I'm just so scared to make the change. I'm just, I guess, stuck in my comfort zone. So today I want you to know I am right there with you. I have totally been here. I still have to get myself out of comfort, but the first step is to realize it. We have to push through the threshold. And today I'm going to talk to you about three ways that we can press through the threshold. And we're also going to talk about why we're stuck. Because once we know why we're stuck and we realize it, we can push through. So I hope that you're ready today. It's time to get unstuck. Let's do it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences 
the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teeth okay, on. here we are. If you are listening to this podcast episode as it comes out, this is pre-Thanksgiving. And you know how during Thanksgiving, afterwards, or maybe during the Thanksgiving meal, you've prepared yourself, you've put on your comfy pants because you know that you are going to just stuff yourself. You're going to be so comfortable in your nice sweatpants, but you're going to feel so full and you're probably even knowing that you're going to feel a little miserable. Yes, 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 yes. Well, isn't that kind of an analogy as to what happens when we're in our comfort zone? We like being in our comfort zone. It feels so nice and warm and cozy. And we've even made way to fit into the comfort zone. But at the same time, we sit there and we're unhappy. We're filled up with the wrong things. So today, teacher friend, this is what we're going to talk about. I feel like I could write a book. I really feel like I could write a book about having to push through the comfort zone. Do you feel the same way? Just as I'm talking today and I help you get through with these three ways to get unstuck, I'm going to be sharing some personal stories. I hope that it inspires you and lets you know that you are not alone. You're not alone. I have received some really great advice to even help me push through the comfort zone. And I'm excited to share that with you today. The comfort zone keeps us trapped, keeps us nice and warm and cozy, but it keeps us trapped. And a lot of times it's so sneaky that we're not even aware. But what truly gets us to this point of feeling so stuck? And I'll tell you what it is. It's not your circumstance. The circumstance is always going to be there, whether it's a positive circumstance or a negative circumstance. This is life. We're going to have circumstances. It's what you do after the circumstance, which is your thought. It all begins with our thoughts. And then our thoughts lead into these feelings. And then our feelings lead into the actions or no action. And then we get the results. So we're always going to have the circumstance. The second part of really honing in on what's happening and becoming aware of our thoughts. Now, I'm pretty sure in the previous episodes, I've used this scripture before, but I feel like today it really hits home. In Romans 12, 2, God says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So our thoughts, we have to take captive and we have to make sure that we are aware of what is truly keeping us in this zone of not being fulfilled, not being alive, not having this charged life of excellence and excitement and adventure. 
We just get so used to something, although we know that it's not working. And then we think, I don't know how to do this. It's too difficult. Or what if I do do this and, I, and it's not better? What if I do leave teaching and it's, it's not any better? Or Mackenzie, it sounds really great. It seems like you literally are living the dream. And I've heard this over and over. My gosh, it's literally like a teacher's dream. And it is. And you can have this too. But a lot of people will say, oh my gosh, I just, I can't start over. I just don't know what to do. I've never done this before. I don't know how to do it. It's too difficult. This is way too new for me. I never thought that I could do this. I never even thought about ever doing this. Well, buckle up, buttercup, because it's getting real. Okay, number one. Number one way that we're going to get unstuck when we are faced with having to make a decision is to ask ourselves this question. Ooh, this is so good. We need to write it down and hang it up somewhere. I have used this multiple times over the past 10 years. Actually, 13 years. Okay, here it is. You're going to ask yourself, would I regret doing it or would I regret not doing it? Ooh, it's so good. Would I regret doing it or would I regret not doing it? This comes from a high school teacher that I reached out to when I was teaching. I was early on in my career, about four years into it, and felt this itch to go to a different school. My husband and I moved, and the school district was really, really known to be incredible. And I knew that I was up for a lot of competition because many teachers were applying to work at this school district, and the openings were very slim. And so I had all this anticipation, and I knew if I wanted to get this position, I was going to have to set myself apart. So I also knew that it was pretty political and I really didn't have any personal connections to this town. So I asked a teacher mentor, I said, do you think that I should go and represent myself and take my application in to these principals? And it was really something that not everybody did because they were a little intimidated by putting themselves out there. You know, and feeling like I'm just a small little fish in a really big pond. So he said, well, let me ask you something. Would you regret taking your application and introducing yourself? Or would you regret not doing it and just be like everybody else and put your application out there and just hope for the best? And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I would regret not doing it. And guess what? I was up against so many people to get this position. I was going to teach fifth grade. And we're talking whenever you went into the interview, you had a panel of 10 people. Oh my goodness. All the principals across the district, plus the superintendent, plus the instructional coaches. It was quite the experience if you ask me. Okay. However, most importantly, what happened before then was doing something that I was so not accustomed to. I was a small town girl teaching at the same elementary school that I attended when I was a little girl. And now I'm going to go to a place where I didn't know anybody. And it was uncomfortable and it was super challenging, but I did it. 
And it's the same thing that happened when we were deciding if we were going to move to Florida or stay in Missouri. Not an easy decision. Again, would you regret doing it or would you regret not doing it? And it's like, okay, I've got one life to live. No, I didn't want to leave my sister. No, I didn't want to leave my hometown. I'm a homebody. I'm the same girl that stayed in my basement teaching school for majority of my childhood. I stayed at home for college. No, I didn't want to move halfway across the country. But guess what? I knew that if I didn't do it, I would regret not doing it. I could at least try it, right? Same thing with having another baby. Oops. Well, I'm still on that one, to be honest with you. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 37 years old. Should I have another baby or not? Will I regret doing it? Will I not regret doing it? But that's absolutely in God's hands. Sorry if that's a little bit too much information, but hello, I'm being real here. This is all about being real. Same thing with starting a school in the midst of a pandemic within two months. And let me just tell you, I did it messy and I learned a lot. And I don't want you to have to do it messy, especially if I can help you. But I asked myself, would I regret building a school or would I regret not doing this? And so here we stand. Same thing with the podcast. Same thing with Teacher Let Your Light Shine. Same thing with building a website. Do you think I ever in my life thought that I could do this? Never, ever, ever. But I'm like, you know what? I know that there's got to be something out there. Something out there that is so rewarding and so fulfilling. And with all of these components, starting the school, having a podcast, having a community of people that I can pour into, it's so rewarding. And that's what happens whenever you decide just to take a little bit of a step. God will provide the increase. So please ask yourself, whatever it is that you're up against, would I regret doing this or would I regret not doing it? Number two, think about a time that you've ever felt this way and overcame. Think about a time that you've ever felt uncomfortable, afraid, challenged, and have you overcome. My husband told me the other day, he said, you know what, honey, I've been thinking, and I thought that this was so profound. I mean, it's not like we're 80 years old, but he was just driving and was, he's a quiet guy. And he said, you know, honey, I was just thinking anything that I've ever worried about in my life, any fears that I've ever had, I look back and I think, why was I nervous? Why was I so afraid? Because God always took care of it. And I'm like, first off, I never even knew you were afraid because he is so quiet. He's like the rock. It doesn't seem like anything ever moves or shakes him. But in his reflection, he's like, my gosh, God has always taken care of me. Always. I am so blessed. Any other time that I have felt like I couldn't make it or down or stretched, or afraid, I have overcome. And I know that you can think of so many times as well, because our brain, what happens is our brain interprets that you shouldn't do it. Uh Uh-oh, too big of a risk. We can't do it. But guess what? We can do scared. I'm scared and it's okay. And how many times have we heard in the scriptures that thou shall not fear? You can do scared. But our brain says, no, no, no. I should stop. 
I'm not used to this. I've never done this before. But guess what? At some point in your life, you've done something very similar. Something that you've had to get over. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a habit that you've had to break. Maybe it's a habit that you've had to form. Maybe it's something really, really deep and an area in which maybe it hurts you to even think about. But when you look back, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I overcame that. What is a slight career change? What is a slight transition? This is nothing compared to what you've probably had to face before and the decisions that you've ever had to face before, especially whenever you felt possibly that no one had ever felt the way that you were feeling during that time or ever went through a situation like that, right? I remember when I lived in Missouri and before we left, we had packed up our U-Haul and we had built this house and I lived right down the street from my sister and right down the road from my mom and we had a cute little neighborhood and I remember sitting in Jalen's room right before we left. She had purple walls and it was just a gorgeous little room. It was so sweet, little light purple lilac walls and so many precious memories in that room. And I sat there in that room and I just wept. And in that moment, I remember staring at this one blank wall and saying, God, please tell me. Please tell me that this is not the best that I'll ever have. Please tell me, God, I've loved, I loved my time here, Father. Please tell me that wherever you're taking me, please tell me that I didn't just live my best life and now it's just going to be terrible. I mean, I really felt that way. That's how serious it was. And then I look at it and I think how hard it was to let go, how hard it was to make a change. I had to change careers. I had to move to a new state where life is really different here compared to where it is in the Midwest. I had to meet new friends. I didn't know anybody except for my mother-in-law, father-in-law, and and in-laws. And I had to leave my comfort zone. And so when I think about that big heaping decision of my life, I also relate it to what I'm doing now. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. I remember whenever it was so hard for me to make the change to go to a new school. I remember how hard it was to move to another state. I remember how hard it was to move to another city. I remember how hard it was to say goodbye to my school. I remember how hard it was whenever I started this school in the midst of a pandemic. I remember how hard it was fill in the blank. And it gives yourself momentum. And you're like, oh my God, thank you, Father. I've made it through because of you. And so anytime that you ever think, I don't know, I'm feeling stuck. I want you to really write down what you have overcome before. And then the third way to get out of our comfort zone is to tell yourself, I can do hard things. Yep. I can do hard things. It's hard. I don't know how to do this. I'm going to admit this. I don't know how to start a podcast. I don't know how to start a school. I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to get to the grocery store. When I first moved to Florida, I didn't know how to get to the grocery store. So for like two weeks because of the traffic, I was like, I'm just going to sit here and have my husband pick up groceries from the way home. It was, (laughs) it was during the summertime. And I was like, it's too overwhelming out there. Nope. I don't know how I'm just going to stay here. 
super comfy. Guys, we have Google. We have YouTube. Call a mentor, but do not sit there trapped in anxiety. You do not have because you do not ask. Same for me. It says it in the scriptures. You do not have because you do not ask. And I'll tell you, I will say, Father, oh my gosh, I just, I don't know how to blankety blankety blank. Please help me. He'll give me the answer that day. He'll send some my way, send somebody my way. And he'll do it for you too. But you got to ask and you got to just set and realize, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. This is hard. I really don't want to do, I don't want to do hard. But guess what? I can do hard. I may not want to, but I can. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Getting up in the morning, I've told you guys before, I'm a super early riser, but I'm not like a morning person. But guess what I do? Started stretching. And I come to the bathroom as I wake up in the morning and I go straight to the bathroom and there's this little spot in my bedroom where I stretch. And I'll look at it some mornings and I'm like, oh, I do not want to do that. I just want to sit on my couch and drink my hot cup of green tea, which by the way, that's another thing. That's for another episode. I quit drinking coffee. I switched to green tea. I can do hard things. (laughs) I can do hard things and you can too. So to recap, one, would I regret doing it or not doing it? Two, when have I ever felt this way before and I've overcome? Three, I can do hard things. I am currently making a little printable for us that's going to be free. Make sure you go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. Sign up to receive all of our freebies, our podcast alerts. I'll never, ever spam you but I want you to get in on the goodies. And also, if you are needing someone to help you, I have clarity sessions. I can help you get unstuck and move into momentum. I also have coaching packages where I can literally sit beside you, hold your hand and help you build your business either quickly and efficiently from the ground up, or I can hold your hand and take you from the ground up and beyond. It's up to you, but I am here for you. Reach out to me through my inbox. Go to www.teachersletyourlightshine. Check out what we have. Get on our email list. Check out the coaching packages. Check out the free resources. And until next time, you keep shining your teacher light and you get out of that comfort zone and you do something hard and you do something that will make you feel alive and proud of yourself. I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering for you, and I love you guys. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.